Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, December 10th. S&P futures are trading down about eight to nine points. So that's about 30 basis points. Europe is trading off a lot more. So Europe is down about 100 basis points plus on the major indices there. Uh, Asia was a bit more mixed. Uh, most of the major markets ended lower, although the declines weren't dramatic. Um, so a couple of things, uh, you know, a couple of moving pieces this morning. There, There is a lot of news um, I outlined all of it in the Vital Dawn this morning on both macro and micro front. Um, you know, in terms of why stocks are trading poorly, I don't think there's any one single reason, but a couple of factors are at play. So, I, you know, I think U.S.-China trade still dominates everything else. There was no new news out on that subject overnight. Um, but again, we're approaching this December 15th deadline on the tariffs where the White House has to make a decision. Um, you know, the White House has been relatively quiet. You had remarks out yesterday morning from the agricultural secretary talking about how the White House is likely to delay those tariffs, and that's the market assumption. Um, but the fact that there's kind of been silence from a lot of the other major players is making markets a little bit anxious. Um, and then I think if you step back, you know, the question of, again, this phase one agreement, assuming we get one, um, you know, I think, you know, the people are, are increasingly uh, wondering about, you know, what, what has to be within this phase one agreement to really surprise markets on the upside. So what are the specific parameters of it going to have to be to drive material upside from you know the current quote of about thirty one fifty? Um, and I think if you kind of dive into some of the details, you know my view is it's it's a very high bar for this thing to surprise in the upside. You're going to have to talk about substantial rollbacks of existing tariffs um, going back beyond just rolling back the September first tariffs. I think you have to kind of go back even further. Um, and again, I outline all the various scenarios and and I lay out all the various tranches of tariffs that have been imposed since Trump came into office. Um, but the market's just expecting a lot out of this phase one. I think some people are wondering if you know expectations are not very full at these levels. So I think that's kind of one part of the reason why we're selling off this morning. Um, you know, the other the other interesting development on the macro front, I would say, is just kind of inflation. So the CPI out of China came out this morning um, very hot. So it came in at four and a half percent in November. That's up a lot sequentially. It's also ahead of the street expectation. Um, and you also had Australian home prices for Q3 came in ahead of expectations too. So if you kind of take a step back, um, you know, you do have some signs of inflation actually being a problem globally. So, you know, if you go back to the recent RBI decision in India where they left rates unchanged, surprising markets who were anticipating a cut and they cited inflation pressures as one of the reasons why they were reluctant to ease policy further. Um, you know, you definitely don't have this issue so much in the major Western economies, uh, you know, especially Europe. Um, although in the U.S., I do think that inflation is probably a bit firmer than it's it's kind of talked about in in the market. Um, you know, you don't have the ECB, you don't have the the BOE, the BOJ, the Fed worrying about upside inflation pressures. But it's interesting that you are seeing pockets of inflation pressures rising elsewhere in the world, um, and that possibly could. Um, have a moderating effect on central bank easing. So, you know, I think the firm CPI is just another example in China why you're going to see their PBOC move very kind of cautiously, incrementally when they are easing policy further. They're going to avoid the type of 2008 shock and awe, um, you know, massive monetary binge to drive growth. And and so I think that's another factor that's playing into kind of the soft trading this morning. So, you know, just US-China anxiety, and then, you know, you can kind of make a case for some of the inflation um, a couple of other items. So the USMCA continues to kind of move towards the finish line. It looks like uh, senior US and Canadian officials will be in Mexico today, um, apparently to put the finishing touches on this final bill. Um, presumably, this will go to the House for a full vote 
um, by the end of this year. So within the coming weeks. Um, again, I don't think markets are terribly concerned one way or the other, given that it's just kind of changing cosmetically the an existing trade agreement. Um, but it, uh, it certainly is not negative to see this thing move towards uh, the finish line. One possible um, obstacle, you have some Republicans in the Senate grumbling that this UMCA is evolving in a way where they're accusing the White House of making too many concessions to Democrats. I don't think you're going to see Republicans block passage. Um, but it is interesting that you're now seeing some Republicans complain that the White House is giving too much away. Uh, on the impeachment front, the House Democrats are apparently going to hold a press event around 9 a.m. this morning where they will formally unveil articles of impeachment. It looks like they'll unveil two articles of impeachment. Um, I would actually think that's a little bit less than some people were initially anticipating. Um, so again, you know, I don't think markets have paid a lot of attention to this. Things are kind of moving along exactly as expected. Um, you'll see the House unveil these articles of impeachment today, 9 a.m. The House Judiciary Committee could vote um, later this week, possibly on Thursday. And then a full House vote could take place next week. Um, a Senate trial would presumably start in January, probably towards the middle to the latter half of January. Um, and that trial could likely wrap up around February. Um, and Trump is widely expected to be acquitted in the Senate trial. I think, you know, again, the big question is the composition of these votes. It looks like all the voting will be entirely partisan. You won't see any defections from either side. Um, but that, that I think is kind of the big wild card. You see any Republicans vote to acquit in the Senate or do they abstain and not even show up for the vote, um, which, you know, would be telling in itself. Um, and then, you know, uh, conversely in the House, because you do have some Democrats that are in more conservative districts that are a little bit nervous about this whole process. Do they vote um, not to pass the articles of impeachment? Um, and that's kind of just more of an academic observation. I don't think the market cares so much one way or the other. So uh, that is all the major macro news for today. There's a lot more, um, which I outlined. There's a lot of micro news as well. So you had a few earnings out overnight and a couple of other factors, uh, a couple of other interesting headlines in Europe too, um, including Deutsche Bank and Sanofi uh, analyst meetings. Um, and again, just as far as the market is concerned, you know, my, I, I, you know, I've been a kind of a broken record now for a while. Um, you know, I think above 3,100, it's very unappealing risk reward. Um, for all the same reasons, you're not seeing growth or earnings estimates uh, really inflect higher. You have very elevated expectations on phase one. Um, and so, you know, again, I think closer to 3,050, it becomes a little bit more appealing. And then, you know, obviously down 3,000, it becomes more positive. Um, on the calendar for today, like I said, you have that House Democrat press event at 9 a.m., um, where they're going to unveil the articles of impeachment. No super important economic data this morning. Um, Trump will be meeting with the Russian foreign minister at the White House at some point. Um, on the earnings front, nothing um, nothing really all that important. Um, you do have a lot more sell-side conferences, including the Goldman Financial Services Conference, which kicks off today. So you're going to hear a lot of headlines out of banks, um, You know, just as far as kind of, I think you'll get some interesting perspective on the macro environment. Um, in the in Q4, I'd imagine that the macro tone sounds similar to um, what they talked about back on the Q3 conference calls in October. Um, but nonetheless, it'll be interesting to kind of hear the latest updates from them. So that is everything for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.